We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Leger and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. And another Monday evening Buckeye Roundtable show here from Learfield IMG College. Ohio State opens up Big Ten play in dominating fashion, 51-10 over Indiana on Saturday as we welcome you into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show. Former OSU All-American NFL All-Pro Jim Lachey looking great. Thanks, Skip. Back from Bloomington. Hall of Fame broadcaster, voice of the Buckeyes in a lot drier in many locations compared to Saturday <laughs> afternoon. as a very sweaty booth in Bloomington, Paul Keels. Hello. <laughs> and joining us today, former OSU wideout Rose Bowl champion, D. Miller. Always love it when D. comes and joins us. Uh, great to see you, D. Thanks for having me. Tell you what, uh, so much to get into. D., want to get your perspective right out of the gates with this uh, Chris Olave does so much on the field. Uh, he's just a football player more than anything. As a former wideout, uh, what are you most impressed with what you've seen from Olave? 
Well, I, I, you definitely saw his talents last year uh, make some big plays, and 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 I think when you're when you're coming in your your sophomore campaign, you just want to be consistent. And I think we are talking about the talent that they have on this offensive unit. Uh, sometimes you're going to have to make impacts in other ways, and I think he does a great job of of coming in on special teams and and and, and providing big plays with his talents that way as well. Keels defensively, Ohio State held Indiana to two fifty seven on Saturday, just forty two yards rushing. Uh, you take away the wide receiver pass from Donovan Hale for IU's lone score. How dominating of a defense are we seeing right now? Very. The way they've been able to plug teams up and keep them from running the football, the way you see guys hawking all over the ball when it's in the air. And, you know, we're starting to see the turnovers start to come along, too. Lachey, Ohio State, I know you love these stats. Pounds out 520 <laughs> yards. They rush for 306. Are you still in seeing improvement up front that you've been hoping for this season? Oh, yeah, they're getting better. Um, still not the perfect game. Got a chance to watch it again today. And, yeah, I mean, that's the amazing thing is they're doing some great things, but yet they can clean up a lot of little things, you know, with pass protections, getting set up the right way, uh, you know, just finishing blocks and, and uh, you know, recognizing things. <laughs> I tell you what, the first three weeks, really since the second quarter at Florida Atlantic, they've seen almost every blitz and on demand. <laughs> they're, they're throwing everything at the kitchen sink at these guys, and they're picking up for the most part. So that's good to see. Obviously, the running attack has been you know, uh, just perfect. The tight ends are doing a great right. job. Point of attacks doing a great job. Jonah Jackson has helped. Got a knockdown, obviously, in the 57 or the big 56-some yard that, that Dobbins had. Uh, just everybody is going out there and playing. And when you got the receivers that we have, it's just been fun to watch these first couple of weeks. But the, the, every all three games – they have been physical at the line of scrimmage, and that's going to go a long way. We've touched on it all season long, just the importance of a strong running game, just being able to help out Justin Fields back there to take some pressure off him so he can work his magic. Yeah, I think he's going to you know, have some, some times where, where he's going to you know, go against different talent, better talent. Uh, the offensive rushing game can just relieve him of that pressure. Um, but when he is getting down to getting the chemistry with the wide receivers – uh, that's what I think everyone is waiting for. And you, it's hard to judge yeah. against Florida Atlantic and University of Cincinnati, but, you know, I think these guys' chemistry will definitely get better and more timing as we get deeper into the season. Saturday, Ohio State will host Miami. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 2 p.m. Up next, we'll hit our 60-second timeout as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no-days-off, rise-and-grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. 
They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Buyers Family Member. At Buyers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Buyers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Buyers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to BigLots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to BigLots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller. I'm Skip Mossick. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. And your locally owned Papa John's would donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up, beat cancer. You guys got like your pizza tonight? Yes. It's all good yes. stuff. We'd like to thank Papa John's for catering tonight's show. A couple of different pies. And did you check out the big chocolate chip cookie that was? Was out there. No. I think Colin <laughs> ate three quarters of it already. It's unbelievable. Wow. Just part of their uh, new dessert menu, the, the chocolate chip. Now you tell us. See, all, I tried. It was, it was all good. We'll, so. get, we'll need to email for orders next week. Part okay, of their brand me. new dessert menu. Time now for our 60-second timeout. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. 51-10 Ohio State over Indiana on Saturday. Ohio State had two backs go over 100 yards. Dobbins, 194. Master Teague, 106. We, t- we touched on it last segment, but just the importance of Ohio State's ground game being so successful. And I, I guess part two of the question, is, is this the best Dobbins has looked since he's been here at Ohio State. D, we'll start with you. I personally think so. I, I, when you when you when you're sharing time with uh, you know Mike Weber, it was just hard. I think for both of them to get their groove. So I was patiently waiting for him to get his opportunity. I think he's progressively uh, week after week has been getting better. He's feel more confident. He know he is the guy. Uh, but when you look at Master Teague, mm. uh, him coming down at you, I mean, as a as a safety, you, you have to make a, a conscious decision on <laughs> how you're going to tackle this big guy. But I, I think most importantly, it takes a lot of pressure off for Justin Fields sure. 
and it'll allow him to get more comfortable in this offense. How about you, Keels, from your perspective? Just what D said, now that Dobbins is not sharing the limelight and he's able to get into a rhythm that he hasn't been able to before, you know, he kind of wowed everybody as a freshman because he was a freshman, but now that he's shown what he's been able to do and he's getting to work up a sweat and get in those long stretches, it has been as impressive as anybody would have hoped. Lachey, what things are you noticing that he might be doing differently or better this year than in past years? Well, I think Dobbins is just, you know, he's in shape. I mean, I think he's healthy. Uh, I think he's, you know, the coaches talked about he took 4% body fat or off his body. I mean, how do you do that? We know he's already pretty tough, you know, five I'd like to know. Yeah, he's powerful, man. And you can see his body, his arms, you know, just looking at him from behind, he just looks like he's, you know, would be a tough guy to bring down. And now he's running that way. And, you know, that what, four, five, six tackles he broke on, on the 26-yard in the end zone, the stiff arms that he's had. Plus this year, and I think it's, what, 16 games now? Paul, he's caught a pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so important. And he dropped a big one, but he caught, <laughs> made up caught a even tougher little, one. It was a reach, yeah. though. It, was, it wasn't, like, right in the basket. But he won it. What I was know. that? <laughs> Got to catch it. <laughs> Dobbins, uh, okay. Dobbins 8.8 average on Saturday. Teague, 10.6. And mm. that was one of the things that uh, Indiana coach Tom Allen afterwards, he was really upset with the way his team, his their lack of tackling D after, during that game. I mean, when when you look at those two coming down, and 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 I think when you look at the offensive line, uh, they're very, very, um, I would say, aggressive. You know, a couple of years ago, we felt like the offensive line they they got attacked versus attacking, and I think they're they're doing a lot more than that. They're being aggressive. They're opening up the hole, so uh, they're going to be hard to tackle those two guys. Let's switch gears. Buckeye defense, boy, playing really well right now. Chase Young, couple of sacks, two and a half TFLs. D, we've asked the, this last couple of weeks. What's different, or what do you notice that's different this year than what we saw last season? The same guys. Same guys. Uh, Jim and I were just talking about, I can't wait till you know, Chase plays the whole game. You know, it's, just, it's just so deep. I mean, watching the game and finally being able to watch this game and just seeing all the players that go in and out, I mean, just the depth alone defensively, the DBs, the linebackers, uh, the, the defensive front, uh, this team is just loaded defensively. What's happening, I think, is you see Chase, you see Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton's playing lights out, too. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a man inside their defensive tackle. He can get some pass for us. Uh, he got a T- TFL in the first play of the ball game, And then you put Malik Harrison over there as a kind of a guy that bobbles around, in and out some different gaps. And when they can work those three in some type of combination or a stunt, I, I haven't seen it really stopped yet this year. So I think all three of those guys, Chase's benefit, and he should because, I mean, he's – he never stops using his hands. He keep he kept slapping Caleb Jones number seven all game long and, and worked around the corner and and uh, you know just made plays and like I said he could have had probably five sacks if he sure. continued to play all year. He got five sacks now on the year. I think nineteen for his career. So uh, it's good to see him uh, you know playing the way he's playing because when you're defensive line is dominant it makes everybody else's job <laughs> a lot easier and especially the dbs you know they got some pressure <laughs> we talked the same same thing off the air pole as far as the linebackers playing better i mean it just it, i don't know what it is is they're, they're, they're just making plays this year that they weren't making last year no question and everybody wants to say that you know maybe it's simpler it's hard for us lay people to know but here's the other part skip to, to throw into the mix with all of that too think about what the offense is doing is creating big leads so yeah. then the the opponent it's a little more predictable what they're going to try and do. Right. We are uh, we're three games in right now. It's it's difficult to gauge. How good is this Ohio State football team? I think they're very good. I mean, uh, when you look at the the, the talent 
that's on the team. You can't really help who you're playing against, but athletically, we just talked about the depth mm-hmm. of the last segment. I did think they're a great football team. You know, some of the question goes to the opponent. Everybody thought there'd be a little more pushback against Cincinnati. Uh, Indiana, you really didn't know because of whom they had played in the first two weeks. So, you know, that's the measuring stick that's hard to gauge. But, you know, maybe this team is better than what we all thought they would be. At yeah, the they're better. Time. And, Paul, I, I think they'll all agree over there uh, at the Woody Hayes right now that they haven't played a perfect game in any they're phase right. yet. So, I mean, that, that's the be- there's a lot of room for improvement right. yet in, in all phases. You're talking about Justin still getting acclimated uh, to the offense, you, the receivers, uh, the tight ends. You know, they have a lot of depth now. Master uh, Teague stepping up with J.K. at running back. You have two or three, you know, at each three or four tackles that can play. So offensively, you got a lot of different things. And again, they still haven't gone out and played their perfect game. But I think what the coaches have done is an outstanding job is putting these guys in position. Uh, Justin rolling out, you know, doing the boots and the nakeds and, you know, making a pass on the sideline to Austin Mack. That seems like that's there all day. And you can do that when. All of a sudden, you give it up and you get the stretch, and we or the you know the the, the mid stretch, uh, you know the, the zone play. So it, it's really been working for him right now, and I think the coaches have come in each week with a good game plan. Ask this question every week: rate the opponent. Indiana finishes the season with how many wins? D. <laughs> Five, four. We're thinking of the same thing, and a lot of it may have to do with what the status is of Michael Penix. They say he's going to be a game-time decision again this coming weekend against Connecticut. Yeah, you know what? I, I looked at that on Friday night before our game when we were talking, and I thought five. I, I go five, and five. that's what they were, what, last year, too, right? Yeah. Just missed it. Looking at, or the, yeah. if they came down to the, the what, the... One, sh- one shy of bowl. Yeah. Beating Purdue, but they didn't beat him. All right, uh, switching gears, Miami this week, and again, no disrespect to an in-state opponent, uh, but this is a kind of a shake-your-head kind of game on the schedule, D. I, I understand the business side of things you make more money with the neutral site tcu game last year you get rid of the home and home uh, the question is you know would, would you be better served ha- having this game one of the first couple of the season as opposed to week four you know right you, you just played a big 10 game i know it's out of your control but would you rather play it week one or two i think it, it, when i play we played all of our preseason games before we actually got in the big 10 right. you know when you when you're playing those preseason games and then you get into the big 10 and then you get out of the big 10 once I get into the Big Ten, I'm in Big Ten mode. So, uh, again, these uh, these opponents, you can't really help. Yeah. But you know, they lost to Cincinnati. You, you, you kind of say, okay, what is this going to be? As a first uh, as a first teamer, I'm trying to be out by the third quarter, right. all right, and get the young guys. So, so hopefully they can get their feet wet a little bit more this weekend. Yeah, it'd been good if it had been flip flop. But as you said, Skip, this was supposed to be the TCU game, sure. um, and a lot of it comes down to when Ohio State found a little more than a year ago they were going to have to fill the spot. It I'm sure it came down yeah. to who's available that weekend, and your hands are kind of tied. No, you can't control the opponent. The opponent is sure. faceless, and that's what the coach's message has to be to the players this week. Just go yeah. out there and do your job. I want to see you get better. I want to see you improve. Everybody has one yeah. technique that they can work on, and coaches say, hey, I want to see you perfect that this week, and if you do, then maybe I'll let you, you know. You, you can never sure. think about getting ahead because all, all stuff happens. You think about that, all of a sudden it's a turnover, a block, punt, something like that. And it just turns fast the other way. You got to go out there with a killer instinct and take it away. And then once you do, then you can chill if, if that does happen. But you can't go into every game thinking that, not disrespecting your opponent, because yeah. uh, no, no. those guys are scholarship, too. I wasn't too. inferring mm-hmm. that, and I prefaced mm-hmm. it with that. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or does it seem like there's this, an unbelievable amount of buys 
this early oh in the season. Oh, my goodness, yeah. especially in the Big Ten. Just I mean, skip, it's funny you say that. Just looked at it. This week, five Iowa, this week, Maryland, yeah. Minnesota, Penn State, and Purdue, all yeah. with a bye. And there was a whole wow. bunch last week and a whole bunch in week number two. It's, 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 it's not just me then, just been no. making this stuff up. Then what, is the whole theory with this bye is they have to stretch this to December to get know. to December 1st? To Thanksgiving weekend. Well, yeah, I yes. know. But start yeah. later like you used to. When, right. when, when, was, you. Your, when was your opener? It was always like, you know, it was like um, mid to late September? Early September, like the first week, maybe right okay. after Labor Day. But again, we might have been starting school this week. Remember, Skip? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It was always late. It, yeah. it was great the first couple of weeks. I remember that. Yeah. Giant Eagle, Cheez-It Crackers, and Coca-Cola bring you the ultimate Buckeye home gate again this season. Register today at OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash home gate, and you can win a catered party for 20 at your home for a regular season away game featuring a former Buckeye player. Giant Eagle, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. There's always some crazy moments from this past weekend around the college football world. We'll break it down after further review next. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's podcast is brought to you by Mac Weldon. I don't know about you, but I feel like shopping has become less fun over the years. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but even basic essentials, you go into the store, they might not have what you need. Sometimes the quality isn't there and it really discourages you from going to the store. But then I found Mac Weldon and I was blown away by how easy it was. I don't know about you, but I'm a fall person. I love fall. And so I looked around and needed some new fall shirts and hoodies and they arrived really quick on my doorstep. And when I tried them on, I just knew I had something high quality on it. And that's the thing about Mac Weldon is that every Everything they make is high quality. Not only is it easy, but in a world where quality can be scarce sometimes, but not at Mack Weldon. So try it. MacWeldon.com and they've got everything from socks, hoodies, shirts, and that's just the start of it. They have a ton of stuff for you to look at on their website. And with your first order, you can take 20% off with the promo code college. And you also get free shipping if you order anything over $50 or more. So Mack Weldon is better than anything you're wearing right now, guaranteed. And they're so sure that if you don't like it, you can keep it and they'll give you a full refund, no questions asked. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's MacWeldon.com promo code college. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller. I'm Skip Mossick. For more Buckeye highlights and analysis, tune to Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio tonight after the Reds game or tomorrow night at 6. Watch Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Go. Buckeye It's a run play. Big hole. Michael Carter should get out of bounds if he can. Clock continues to move. Down the triple zeros and it's over. Audio courtesy of ESPN closing moments from uh, Friday's Wake Forest, North Carolina game. ACC office later issued a statement that there should have been a second, you know, put back on the clock. A couple of different things here, guys. Uh, First up, the ball carrier needs to get out of bounds in that situation. Uh, The argument was whether he did or not. 
our argument as we were watching it live on Friday, Paul, was uh, the clock should have stopped anyways because it was a first down. Yeah, exactly. That was that was one thing. Uh, and there's no way the game should ever end in that manner. But the ref never blew anything dead, did he? No. He was just standing there, and then and I don't know if he thought that the momentum stopped. He blew his whistle, and then by the time I think he waved, they thought that the time was out. Well, it looked like the runner gave up too. Exactly. Well, I think he rather he than just, get out of and, bounds. It was real, you know. But again, Skip, like you said, because of the first down, the clock should have stopped. Supposed to stop anyways. I thought so. How about nothing from the replay official? And good luck with the officials on the field. They all sprinted off. Oh, yeah, I mean, they it's, did. it's a bad look all around. Wake Forest wins 24-18. But uh, you know, I, I just hate this whole after the fact, oh, gee, sorry, uh, we'll, we'll get it right next time. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get to the other one that, that <laughs> falls into that category. But, yeah, the officials raced off the field like they were late for a tee time. And, you know, that's one of those things that y- y- you really hope – that the officiating crew that's on the field would have a better sense than what those gentlemen seem to have is there may be a question here. Maybe it needs to be checked upstairs. And again, I think the, the rest ought to, they ought to have to, to uh, bear responsibility for that a little bit. I mean, the league, I know the league insulates that, but isn't there like a spot that they can go to in a little cage and you can all keep them there, you know, protected until it's all. Send it, somebody it, down to get them. Right. <laughs> I know, think they I know usually they, have somebody. I know they put them in a van. Just don't leave that van until it's, you know, time to go. You know, at Ohio State, make hey, them come out. You know, you remember well, 1974 reverse, in Michigan State. Back it up. Yeah. Put it in reverse. Let's go. You got to finish yeah. this game. So I, I just think, and now and again, believe me, I, I, I love the officials. But this TV and, and instant replay and all that, it makes their job so hard. It makes you know, a hard it, job it, it, harder. Exactly. And, and they give them their best. They're trying. Well, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. No, mm-hmm. but it's just, I'm, no, I, I'm, either, I'm, either I'm just. Either use the technology or you don't use it. Because exactly. it's silly to it have is. stuff end like this. That's that's always the big argument. All right, next to Lexington, where Kentucky hosted ninth-ranked Florida. Kentucky led 21-10 going to the fourth, but couldn't hold on. Hammond goes in motion. And they give it to Hammond on a jet sweep to the right, to the 30-yard line, 35, Hammond down the sideline, he's at the 40, Hammond at the 30, he's at the 20, he's at the 15, the 10, the 5, he's in, touchdown, Gators, how my, 76, we're on the driver's side, how my, that's a game-winning touchdown, game setting match, Florida wins tonight, how my, it's 28-21, with 33 seconds to play in the game. Mick Hubert, Learfield IMG College. Florida wins at Kentucky 29-21. The story of the night there. Three players were ejected for targeting. And, uh, guys, the one that uh, the most are talking about, the last one came on Florida's final drive on a sack. I mean, I understand the intent, but the end result, all three of those penalties extended drives that led to touchdowns. And mm. it's, I, I, I get the reason behind it. But I thought there was going to be a dress coming into the season, Paul, that we're going to just make sure that we get this right. All variables of it. Yeah. yeah, so that they could reverse it if need be. And and here's the other thing, Skip, too. Remember now, you get three targeting calls in a season, an individual, and you're suspended for a game. Yeah, I, I think right now with quarterbacks, you just got to keep your head up, you know, and, and, and maybe hit them with your chest first, you know, wrap them up because you can't bring, you can't, <laughs> right. I think it's, it's, just, it's just tough. Targeting is when you're when you're a defensive player and you have your eye on the target, and you're trying to tar- knock the ball out. The target, right. the target is going to yeah. move. You know what I mean? So I, I like you, Skip. I understand the safety of it all, but it. you know, I just think sometimes they get it wrong. 
you know, it's it's Coach Cooper's told us Spears, get rid of the cheap shot. We all know what a cheap shot exactly. is. Yeah. Exactly. Something like this. I mean, a guy's just just going in and try to make a play. It's just it's just tough just to see. And the end result again, it it they, all three of those led to, to the case in point. That last one was a third down play. Yeah. And so, so it, 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 was, it was a sack. Boom. The thing is, the tip of his crown hit the bottom of his face mask. You know, so it wasn't like it was crowned to. You know, the back of the head, the side of the head, the temple. Uh, you know, I always, when I played, see what you eat, you know, so I don't want to get ear hold. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to see all the trouble coming at me, you know, so uh, that, that, that's not a problem if somebody's coming right in my face. <laughs> no such controversy at the top of the polls. Last time Clemson played at Syracuse, they were upset, but there was very little chance of history repeating itself Saturday night. One six and shot, one snap, pumps it, now looks down in the middle, finds Rogers, touchdown. I told you about the middle. A little pump fake, and then back down the seam, and Amari Rogers is open for the touchdown, and Clemson on the board at the 10-29 mark of this first quarter with a 6-0 lead. Don Munson, Clemson Sports Network. Clemson steamrolls Syracuse 41-6. And not only were Clemson mindful of playing at Syracuse because of two years ago, but remember, Skip, last year, Syracuse gave Clemson a scare down there in Death Valley, and uh, that's after Kelly Bryant had left. Lawrence got knocked out of the game, and they had to go to uh, Rudy off the bench to help him come from behind and win it. <laughs> Clemson, one of those. So we talk about Ohio State trying to get a gauge on how good this team looks. Clemson, again, they look great, but it's the same question for all these teams. How good are they? But they're, they're all very impressive the first few games. You just have to control what you can control. Yeah. And when you're playing a, a team like Syracuse, you go on the road. Now, Syracuse, from what I've been told, uh, it's a very hostile environment, but you come out 41-6. to six. Uh, You did what you were supposed to do. Next up. Yeah, ahead. and as a Buckeye fan, the last two times we played Clemson. And- mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> not Clemson. Not good. Not Next good. up, second-ranked Alabama, who played at South Carolina. Here now on a play-action fake to throw across Devontae. Makes the grab. Avoids a defender. To the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, 42 yards. Touchdown, Alabama. Eli Gold, Learfield IMG College. This was close for a quarter, but Alabama blows past South Carolina 47-23. You know what's interesting? With the success that Alabama has had, and especially the way that Tua has been throwing the ball to the group they call the Quick Quintet, their receivers, people are grumbling about Alabama's lack of success running the football and mostly pointing to there's there could be a game. Grumbling. I, yeah, that, that's why I'm worded it that way. Um, you know, uh, most teams would like to have that problem. <laughs> grumbling, they're out of sauce, a dreamland barbecue down there. I don't know, but uh, grumbling, wow. You know, Tua, to me, is, uh, you know, he's kind of like, okay, Jalen is gone. I yeah. know this is my team. So you come in preseason feeling a little bit different, more comfortable. Uh, I am the leader of this team, and he has a great – receiving core where he could just get the ball to them and i mean they took what like a, a what 50 yard slant to the sure. house so uh harris the running back athletic he jumped over a guy stiff armed a guy and got up in there so they're always talented so i mean talking about the rushing game so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i worded it that way dude. Yeah. and this is a time of the year where there's attrition you know guys getting nicked up sure. banged up so it's starting to challenge your depth alabama lost their defensive end the brian ray he's out so i mean you got to have depth right now because that's what's going to hurt some teams. Fifth-ranked Oklahoma was at UCLA. This was no contest. There's the snap. Herzl running himself over the right side, makes a cut, first down, and he's going to score right through the middle of the UCA defense for a touchdown, 30 yards. 
Toby Rowland, Learfield IMG College, Oklahoma blows out UCLA 48-14. Jalen Hurts is playing great. He is probably your front runner for the Heisman right now. And Oklahoma does it in front of a home crowd in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> How about Because that? the Bruin fans were yeah. AWOL. Finally it's hard to, to football. Finally to South Bend where Notre Dame hosted New Mexico. First and ten from their own 42. They give to him. Around the right side on the reverse. Running free. The 20. The 10, the 5, touchdown Notre Dame. Avery Davis coming in and making a play. Doing exactly what we were hoping for. Paul Burmeister with the save going to Ryan Harris there. Notre Dame Radio Network, Irish Roll 66-14. I know it's really early. You look at the polls, it's probably going to be another crazy year. you got all these teams, all the SEC teams, and, boy, there's Notre Dame just kind of right there uh, again. We'll find out this week. Uh, it's, we'll find out. Between we, the hedges. All kinds of stuff going up. But uh, are there? when you take a real quick look at the polls, are there more really good teams this year, D? I think it's still hard to tell. I mean, if you look at everyone's first two or three games and the opponents that they're playing – uh, I think they're handling the, the more the dominant teams, the top fives, are doing mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do. And, and again, I think you have to wait until you get into better competition. Any surprises? No, I mean, still Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma. Right. The, you know, the same teams it's, that have been there for the last couple of years are mm-hmm. still jockeying. No, All right there. No new faces. Have you seen any? No. What? They're no. right there. I mean, yeah. just as curious if they're going to have tall? any emerge here in the next month or so. For each Buckeye sack this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries worth 100 meals to those in need here in Central Ohio, which supports Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste across their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by remembering to round up at any Kroger register. Five big sacks by that Buckeye defense on Saturday for another five. 500 meals. Coming up, we'll hear from Buckeye coach Ryan Day. He will join the Buckeye Roundtable show next. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. 
For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat God as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. The team at Atlas Butler wants to make something clear. We're always open. That's right. We have service technicians scheduled day and night, Saturdays and Sundays, and even holidays. Whether you call us at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., we're ready. And since we're always open, you never pay any overtime charges. Call today. Get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance. Now through September 30th, get a low-mileage lease on the adventurous new 2019 RAV4 LE for just $1.99 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing with approved credit through TFS, tax, title, and license extra. Call 1-888-36-TOYOTA for details. That's just $1.99 a month for a RAV4. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto. Byers Auto Group is proud to partner with the Second and Seven Foundation to promote reading by providing free books and positive role models to kids in need. Byers Auto, serving the Central Ohio community since 1897 and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And welcome back into tonight's show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller in with us tonight. And uh, I tell you what, uh, you, you take a look at that performance by Ohio State on Saturday, it just... Is dominating? What what word comes to mind if you want efficient? What's the best word to describe Saturday? Uh, both, especially when you look at what they did with 23 in the second quarter, 21 in the third quarter. And, you know, Skip, it seems like what that does, not only as far as their own benefit, but it really demoralizes the opponent. And you could tell once Ohio State got rolling the way they did, it took any starch out of Indiana's attack there. And, and that's why we heard Coach Allen talk about how you know frustrated he was with what happened. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only negative I saw was a missed field goal. You know, and, exactly. and Blake's been perfect and, and really good on that, but it just, you know, a little bit slipped wide to the right. And but everything else, it was like clockwork. You know, you go out there, they move the ball, they get first downs, penalties, they make up for penalties. You know, a couple penalties stop some drives and things like that. But, uh, you know, they just they I thought that they are efficient. Then they come back and when your defense is forcing back-to-back three and outs and negative yards, I think they had six plays and negative seven yards at one point. So they were just forcing them backwards. It's going to give your offense some field position or opportunity to do things. And, you know, then they just go on and score. And like you said, it kind of gets in bunches in that second quarter. After the after a key special teams play, you know, the safety, it just, you know, that's 16 and then boom, next thing you know, uh, it, it's almost 30 to 7. Guys, three. Are, you know, you, you go out there and you say, okay, we're playing against a, a team that's not any good. But as a player, you're like, who cares? Like, mm. we want to go out there and still be efficient. And I think they're doing a, a a good job of that. Sometimes you can have the other side come out to where, you know, hey, you're not, you're lack of days good. You come out, you look sloppy. We haven't seen that from them uh, throughout the season. So uh, you just got to keep doing what you're doing, keep making the plays. Uh, Fields, again, is 
I think he's growing into his position uh, and, and starting to learn all the talent that he has around him. So they're they're doing what they definitely need to do each and every week. Let me ask you about Justin Fields. What has impressed you the most about him so far? His athletic ability. I, and I, I didn't know he was that fast. Uh, just the, when, when he gets out in the open field, he has the potential to take it all the way. And uh, just for me, uh, the concern is just watching. You, I didn't really see a lot of him at Georgia. I heard he you know, was all world coming out of high school. So many guys sure. are. So I was just really concerned about how he would deliver the football with his arm. And from what I've seen, uh, I think he's making more um, Buckeye Nation feel a little bit more comfortable with his skill set and what he could bring to this university. I would say the same thing because that was a question everybody had. Knowing that he was athletic, knowing that he had the size to present a rushing threat, but we didn't really in the spring football game see big doses of him throwing the football. Now that we've seen three games with a fair amount of it and his accuracy skip is something that really has stood out. Jim? No, I agree. I, the thing the, the, we only ran, ran him four times, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's that's exactly what you want to do. And, and why not? When you got J.K. and Master Teague, you know, why run your quarterback? All good stuff. Time for this week's Tim Hortons Coffee with the Coach. It's time for Tim Hortons Buckeye Roundtable Coffee with the Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Hortons Coffee with the Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. Buckeye Coach Ryan Day joins us right now. Coach, thanks for your time. After breaking down the film, Coach, aside from the win, what are you most pleased with from Saturday? And I guess in what areas did you maybe look at afterwards and say, hey, we need to address this this week with the football team? Uh, again, I, I think the effort, uh, the toughness, the tackling, uh, the quick start, the energy uh, was excellent. Uh, I thought the uh, attention to detail and a few things could have been better. Uh, you know, we got we got a lot to work on, uh, but uh, but but guys played hard. Uh, we took care of the ball. Uh, we played hard on special teams. You know, created some turnovers on defense. Almost had a you know almost had a bunch of them, but uh, but, but guys are around the ball and. I think the effort was outstanding. Ryan, the results on the field speak for themselves, but if you would talk about how you felt the team took care of uh, the routine of being away from home, you know, being in bed, doing all of the things that are essential to going on the road and setting a trend for as you continue to go on the road later in the year. So this is our our third noon game, um, and we tried to keep it uh, consistent in terms of the schedule as best we could being on the road. Uh, by having dinner uh, over here at the golf course, which is typically something we don't do because Bloomington was so close. Um, you know, we had dinner here, and then we just flew in, um, you know, did our, our treatments and, and put the game on, relaxed, did bed check, and then woke up and played the game. So uh, it was a little bit different that way. Um, and, you know, next next time we travel, uh, you know, we'll leave, leave in a little bit earlier, having dinner at the hotel like we typically do. But uh but I, but I thought the guys handled it well. It was a hot day, um, and and I thought everybody, you know, overall coaches, players included, uh, you know, did a good job. Coach, one thing that still impressed me or impressed me so far is the toughness at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Joe Gibbs, who's won several Super Bowls, always talked about, man, if you can limit them to under two yards rushing per game, and if you can average over four, you're doing pretty good. And right now you're giving up 1.7 per carry and averaging 6.1. And that, that, that talks about right there, that points right to your line of scrimmage, winning those battles. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, and, and, and the huge emphasis this, this offseason, this preseason, has been toughness. Uh, we've talked about it over and over again. A lot of people talk about it. We're not letting go on it. You know, this this whole program, you know, Ohio State traditions are built on toughness. And, you know, we need to be tough. And if we really are tough, 
then we're going to have one hell of a year. Um, but you know, it doesn't just uh, it doesn't just happen. There's a lot that goes with it. It's a long season. Uh, we've shown that we can be tough and that we can play tough. Uh, but now we got to continue to do it. You know, it's going to be harder and harder every week. Uh, you know, we're going to get more and more into the season. But but I agree with you. I, I think you know, these first few games we played tough, we tackled well, and we've, we've uh, owned the line of scrimmage. Looking at Justin Fields and this, this deep wide receiver core, Victor, Alave, Hill, Mack, and so on, uh, we, we understand it's going to take some time for them to gel, but what are you seeing each and every day in practice that the, that the fans don't get to see, and how are you liking them gelling uh, thus far early in the season? Yeah, they've done a good job of, of uh, you know, continuing the tradition that, you know, the guys set here in the past, and, uh, you know, the culture is strong, and, you know, I think you know, KJ is the captain, um, and, and he's the leader of the group. Austin and Ben have been around. They played a lot of football. Chris Olave stepped up and obviously made some huge plays for us. And then we have some young guys in that room. You know that that you know they have to step up as as we get into conference play further. But uh, but they but they've been solid. You know they they've taken care of the ball uh, for the most part. They, they've caught it when it's come to them. Um, I think as the you know competition increases. Um, you know, the contested throws and catches, third down, red zone, things like that are going to be big, and they're going to have to step up for us. You know, the, the team's going to need them to make those kind of plays. And, uh, you know, you got three veteran guys in that room that are going to have to play veteran. Coach, you talked about Coach Barnes saying he wanted five blocks. Well, you got two. Uh, Olave coming off the edge. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, that was big. You know, it's funny, after the game, you don't realize it's such a momentum boost for you. But, that was actually the worst-case scenario for a punt block because <laughs> I think you were punting at about the 20-yard line. You punt, it goes out of the back of the end zone. You get two points, and then they kick off or, or punt right from the 20-yard line. So all we really got was two points. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like you, get, you, get, you either get a touchdown or you get them on a five-yard line or you get a huge you know, a chunk of yardage there and, uh, and you score a touchdown typically right after. But, uh, but well, They came after. The... That, that was big. TDs came yeah, after. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was they did a great job, and uh, you know, the two guys that don't get any credit on that are Taraja Mitchell and, and Austin Mack, who poured themselves right into that shield, collapsed the shield, and and then Chris came came around and did his job. But but it was a team effort on that. Coach, we always appreciate your time. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. All right, thanks, guys. Head coach Ryan Day, we hope you enjoyed this week's Tim Hortons Coffee with the coach. Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Coming up, we'll hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Yep. I'm on over. 
a part man. Millennials, this message is for you. Banking is not a commodity. Relationships still matter at a community bank, and we have all the technology you desire. So get on the smartphone, do your research, then let's start a relationship. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the speedy rewards card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Speedway. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Before kickoff, hit the field with game time with Ryan Day. And at the 30, down the sideline and into the end zone for six. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and breakdown for each week's game. Plus, don't miss exclusive in-depth interviews with Ohio State players and coaches. Get ready for another week of hard-hitting Buckeye football with game time with Ryan Day. Game day, Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. Oh. Touchdown, Ohio State. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, Heartland Bank will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Buckeye Roundtable Red. Welcome in, Tim May now of Letterman Road. Tim, uh, thanks for joining us. 51-10 Ohio State over Indiana on Saturday. Buckeyes rack up 306 yards on the ground. J.K. Dobbins, 193 and a touchdown. We banded about it earlier. Let's get your perspective. I know he's had some good performances in the past, but from your seat, is this the best you've seen Dobbins run the ball in his time at Ohio State? Yeah, I mean, well, I thought his I thought his very first performance over there two years ago when he burst onto the scene, and like I was asking Ryan Day about it uh, last week, you know, we he ran with abandon and uh, had that little jump cut going and all that stuff. I mean, just well, all he was concerned about was running the football, you know, not, not trying to hit home runs, et cetera, just making a name for himself. And uh, I think you saw him return to that form 
uh, on Saturday uh, better even than against UC. I thought he was extremely patient, but very forceful at the point of attack, and and it paid off for him. And you know, it helps when your offensive line is dominating like he did. But do not undersell what uh, the development of Master Teague the third has meant to this offense by any stretch. Do you think, you know, J.K. having less competition, you know, maybe out with Mike Weber trying to hit a home run every play to get more carries, to get more reps, and just trying, and then, you know, and, and instead of just trying to be, you know, pick up six, eight, ten yards or finding a hole. I mean, so that could be natural that you want to do that as an athlete. You want to compete and you want to go out there and outperform the other guy you're competing for for playing time, where this year he just feels a little bit more looser and, and freer and, you know, running that way. Well, like, hey, Jim, I think we're going to find out because I think Master Teague III is now going to give him some competition. Pushing you know, him, obviously, yeah. they, they really like J.K. Dobbins though. right now. And, uh, but as I referred to uh, on Twitter as that game went on in the second half, uh, the Indiana defense was suffering from fatigue because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a load. And as you all know, that 40-yard touchdown play, I, I broke that down on my Letterman Row podcast uh, this week. Uh, that you can see on YouTube, but uh, where it was, it was almost a perfectly blocked play on top of everything else. And uh, he made the one guy miss. He had to make miss, you know, the safety, and he was gone off to the races. But yeah, I mean, I think definitely J.K. is settling more and more in to just being that really just you know uh, stud back that you're looking for. But do not, I said again, uh, discount what Master Tika Third is now bringing to the program. I'm sorry, what was that? Which, no, no, anyway, uh, Tim, something we were chewing on earlier, not just with Ohio State, but with the other teams that are high in the poll, is it hard to get a sense on how good these teams really are? Yes. Yeah, if they don't play each other and they don't play like opponents. I mean, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, how good is Oklahoma? Oklahoma, you know, handled a team on Saturday that UC handled uh, in the first week that Ohio State shut out. You, you follow my drift there. Yeah. And uh, uh, so how do you extrapolate from that? I'm not sure you can. Number two, what are we going to know about Clemson in the middle of the season? Because the ACC, in my opinion, is is borderline, uh, is borderline pathetic after you get past uh, the first couple of teams. And I'm, in, I'm including maybe North Carolina and Wake Forest in that conversation. So uh, Virginia Tech, how good is Virginia Tech? We're going to find out. But the bottom line is, yeah, I mean, I think it's very difficult – and uh, to, to uh, uh, compare teams. And on top of that, that's why, Paul, I'm a, I'm a very advocate of uh, no two teams from the same conference making the playoff when it's a 14 playoff. I mean, give me a break. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't really say for sure that those teams are better than these teams, et cetera. You know, give, give at least four different uh, places a shot at it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the polls are just knee-jerk reactionary right now. The problem for Ohio State – this week was almost everybody ahead of them also had a blowout win. Looking at uh, the, the first three opponents, it's pretty hard to, like you said, gauge. Is there anything offensively or defensively you can see that may be a small concern uh, for the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, when they do face a little bit more stiffer competition? Yeah, do they have enough State Farm insurance when they're going up <laughs> season through the tough times? Uh, Thanks, man. That, I appreciate see, that. <laughs> yeah, past that, I mean, bottom line, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to nitpick from Saturday. The defense came out and played, I thought, better than it played the week before against UC. I mean, they got snookered on one play, and that's going to happen when you've got a team that's running the football like Ohio State did. And Tough Borland 
I think it looked like Tough Borland made the big mistake there when the, you know, when the tight end didn't even try to block him, just took off. I mean, that should have been a sign that something else was up. But, you know, teams are trying to attack Ohio State now with those wide screens, and they were keen on that play. So that'll be something they'll fix. Otherwise, they might have given up just three points to that team. And that was Indiana's shot was to be able to score some points. That's why people thought they might be in it a little bit. But And then uh, offensively, I mean, offensively, Justin Fields had a slow start, and they still scored – what, 42 points with the offense, that's that's still a pretty damn good day. Tim May, Letterman Row, we always appreciate your time. Tim, we'll see you Saturday, okay? Oh, pleasure, my friends. All right, again, Tim May, <laughs> Letterman Row, thanks for joining us inside the Buckeye Roundtable Red Zone. Up next, our Incova Insurance, Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award, American Dairy Association Middies Top High School Performances. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews, our insider access tonight. We'll hear from Miami coach Chuck Martin. Again, Ohio State and Miami on Saturday. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller. I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday at 3.30, Ohio State will host Miami. We'll have more on that coming up. But right now it is time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Ancoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is junior quarterback Brady Lichtenberg from Toledo St. John's. Friday night, Lichtenberg had a big night, 23 of 30 through the air for 405 yards, four touchdowns, leading St. John's to a 40 2-19 win over Olentangy Berlin. The Titans are coached by Doug Pearson. They're 2-1 and will host 3-0 Toledo Central Catholic on Friday night. Congratulations again to Brady Lichtenberg from St. John's Jesuit in Toledo, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, formerly Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State football. Time now for the American Dairy Association Midi Statewide Top Performers on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And while we congratulate Brady Lichtenberg, big night for him. Uh, some other really nice performances from around the state this past weekend, Jim. Yeah, I'll stay right here in Central Ohio for my first one. Pick North, tight end, running back, defensive end. Why would you say athlete Jack Sawyer? <laughs> uh, he ran for 135 yards and two touchdowns. At quarterback, he threw for 60 and another score in Pick Norris, 38-17 victory over Orlington G. Orange and probably had a couple sacks thrown in there, too, playing some defense. You saw him, D. Yeah, so we, we called that game, and, and uh, he definitely looks the part. Uh, you can, when you're up in the stands, you can definitely see who number 40 is, and he's an exceptional athlete. Uh, I'm glad he committed early, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He probably even drove the bus and got the van <laughs> home, too. How about, how about Finneytown running back Caleb Drain, 167 all-purpose yards, including two rushing touchdowns and two more by way of catches as Finneytown beat Hillcrest 28-8. You know, I'm thinking after a game like that, you want to go right up the street on Route 4 to the Century Inn and one of their great fried chicken dinners. Yum. Ooh. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stay in Central Ohio. Dublin Kaufman running back. Musa Diallo, 20 carries for 102 yards and three touchdowns 
in Kaufman's 31-14 victory over Dublin Jerome. We watched him the previous week yeah. against uh, Gahanna as well, so he had over 100 yards rushing as well. So this guy's been consistent all season. Good for him. I'm going to the northwest part of the state, up in, I think, the intersection of 49 and Route 6. Edgerton running back, Hunter Prince, 13 carries for 208 yards and three touchdowns, and Edgerton's 44-7 to win over Mount Pelier. All right. All right, how about Hamilton Baden running back, Alex DeLong, 26 carries, 217 yards and three touchdowns as Baden shut out Edgewood. Edgewood, excuse me, 27 <laughs> to nothing. Ooh. Jonathan Alder, wide receiver, DB Jackson Izzard. Thought you like this one. Six receptions <laughs> for a buck 22 and a pair of touchdowns and also had two interceptions, including a pick six on the defense, helping Jonathan Arthur cruise past Bloom Carroll, 42-13. Good ball game, young man, absolutely. Weather, a major issue Friday night, especially the northern half of the state as we begin our weekly whip across Ohio, north to Richland County. Here's WMAN's Aaron Hines. Like many games across the state of Ohio, in a game that started Friday night and was suspended due to lightning and thunder, it ended on Saturday with Clear Fork senior quarterback Brennan South tossing five touchdowns in a backyard rival win at Lexington, 43-16. South threw two of those TDs Friday night, the other three on Saturday morning, racking up nearly 280 total yards in the game. Plus, he also intercepted two passes on defense and made five tackles. The Colts now 2-1, and one, host 3-0 Bellevue this Friday. Reporting from WMAN in Mansfield. I'm Aaron Hines. Big night there. Northwest to Allen County, WIMA's Todd Walker. A thunderstorm hit Spartan Stadium in Lima Friday night, delaying the Lima Central Catholic Spencerville game by an hour and a half. Once the game was kicked off, a storm named Sean Thomas hit Spencerville in LCC's 41-27 victory. Thomas turned in touchdown runs of 61, 70, and 53 yards and took a screen pass 78 yards for another touchdown. In total, he had 322 yards from scrimmage. The 2-1 and one T-Birds visit perennial power Mogador Saturday night. Reporting for WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. Next stop, Mercer County. Jim Lachey's old stomping grounds. Here's WCSM's Ron Brunswick. The Mary Local Flyers pick up their second win of the season with a 49-0 shutout win over previously undefeated Parkway at Rockford. Southmore Peyton Oddie scored twice on two long plays. He teamed up with quarterback Kyle Molenkamp on a pitch and catch of 96 yards in the first half. He then took the second-half kickoff the distance for a 94-yard return. The Flyers now 2-1 and one on the season. will host Devil St. John's next Friday. I'm Ron Brunswick for your sports leader, WCSM. Circle down south closer to D. Miller's old stomping grounds, uh, near the stomping grounds. Montgomery County, our next stop. Big night there. We hear from WING's Justin Kinner. One of the top quarterbacks in the Miami Valley led his team to their first victory of 2019 this past Friday night against the Dayton Dunbar Wolverines. Centerville Elk star quarterback Chase Harrison completed 19 of his 30 passes for 287 yards and four touchdowns. The sophomore quarterback also rushed for 42 yards and scored a touchdown as well to help lead the Elks to a 35-6 win over Dunbar. Harrison and the Elks will be at home for the second straight week as they welcome in the Miamisburg Vikings for GWAC play on Friday night. 
For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. We circle down to southern Ohio next to Scioto County and WNXT's Mark Williams. The Wheelersburg Pirates picked up their first win of the year, outlasting Ashland, Kentucky 34-33 in an overtime classic Friday night. Sophomore kicker Braxton Sammons had two field goals, including a clutch 45-yarder as time expired to send the game to overtime. Sammons was not finished as he connected on the extra point with a game on the balance at OT after Wheelersburg tied the game on a fourth down TD run by senior Micaiah Matthews. Wheelersburg will face Greenham County next Friday night. I'm Mark Williams, WNXT Radio, Portsmouth. Heels has been to Greenham County, played some... Uh... Fine golf down there in Greenham County. We circle along the border to Washington County next. Check in with WMOA's Tom Hushin. The game of a lifetime this past Friday night out in Vincent Skip for Warren High School junior quarterback Kurt Taylor. He completed 23 of 32 passes for 476 yards and seven, seven touchdowns. Warren beat Meg 66-28, moving to 2-1 and one on the young season. The 476 yards passing and seven touchdowns are new single-game school records. The Warriors host Cambridge this Friday night. From WMLA in Marietta, I'm Tom Hushin. Seven TDs is a big, yeah. big night. Final stop, uh, we head to Muskingum County <laughs> and say hello to WHIZ's David Kinder. Few teams in Ohio have gotten off to better starts in 2019 than the new Lexington Panthers. Friday night, they picked up their third win, beating Morgan 63 to nothing. And senior quarterback Logan Ratliff did it all for the Panthers. On offense, he ran for a touchdown and threw for two more. Then on defense, he picked off two passes, taking one back for his fourth touchdown of the night. Through three games, Ratliff Panthers have outscored their opponents 173-6. to They'll look to stay undefeated this Friday night as they battle Maysville. Reporting for WHIZ in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. Again, thanks to all of our affiliates every week for phoning reports in. And again, if, if you don't hear from your area, call your station. I mean, I hear from folks in Youngstown and Steubenville and Toledo. And to call your station, tell them to... Call in about the young men that are out there playing. I tell you, it's, it's, it's a very popular segment, and we love hearing from all the voices all across the state. Home teams, I think smiles all around the room this week. Though. All right, yes, yeah, Henry got a win. They beat Delphi St. John, their first one of the year. They're 1-2, and two, uh, 24-21. And Grandview, we know. We Bobcats, 3-0, yep. Moeller. After not scoring a point in the first two <laughs> weeks, they beat Lafayette High School in Kentucky to get win number one. And they scored a lot of points. Uh, 60-some, I think. First win for new coach Todd yeah. Nauman. I know Springfield South is is not there, but uh, can we count Springfield as your home team? Most definitely. Most, <laughs> I will always rep Springfield, All Ohio. Right. <laughs> they, right. they had a big win over Miamisburg, no? Yeah, they've been doing pretty well. They had an opener against uh, Hilliard Bradley, and it uh, was pretty successful. So uh, Maurice Douglas down there, since he transferred from Trotwood, he's really got uh, the good. program he's going. But the Hawks. Uh, Hartley, big win over Gahanna on uh, yeah, Friday. 38-21. And uh, no, big one. This is Chaminade Julianne is this week. That's, that's two Ooh. really strong D3 schools going at it this week. Yeah, it is. Now, um, Gahanna's D1, though, so yes. they're played up there. That's, a good, that's a good computer win. Our top performers from around the state is presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. On behalf of Ohio's dairy farmers, the American Dairy Association Mideast reminds you that greatness is built with chocolate milk. It has the nutrition you need to power your potential. We will put a final touch on Ohio State's win at Indiana as we hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews next as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
At the James, we know there's no such thing as routine prostate cancer. That's why we bring together experts from a variety of disciplines to analyze your cancer at the genetic level. This approach results in advanced targeted treatments and minimally invasive surgeries, leading to better outcomes, fewer side effects, and more hope. At the James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your prostate cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. Here's to the ones who put in the work, the no-days-off, rise-and-grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance is cool with serving Sugardale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. The fan, the fan, fan. Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. The 2019 Buckeye Grid Guide, compliments of Marathon Petroleum, is now available. To get a preview of this year's Buckeyes and their opponents, visit any local Marathon convenience store to pick up your free copy today. Also visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Grid Guide for your chance to win weekly prizes. Time now for Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Ohio State pounds out 306 yards on their uh, 51-20 win at Indiana on Saturday. That 
you know, it's unbelievable the amount of yards on the ground. Before we take, close the book and turn completely to Miami, let's hit the sidelines and bring in our Matt Andrews. Thanks, Skip. It was a great weather day for the third straight week on the sidelines for an Ohio State football game, and the Buckeyes used that perfect weather day to equate to a nearly perfect day on the ground running the football. Ohio State tore off a season-best 306 net rushing yards to roll over Indiana and had two 100-plus yard backs. J.K. Dobbins rushed for 193 yards on 22 carries and basically just two and a half quarters of football. His 175 yards in the first half was six most by a Buckeye ever in a half of football. For Dobbins, it was his second highest rushing total in his OSU career, trailing only the 203 yards he ran for last year at Maryland. Ohio State's 11-0 when Dobbins rushes for 100 or more yards. Master Teague, meanwhile, followed in Dobbins' footsteps with 106 yards on 10 carries and scored his second career touchdown. All told, the Buckeyes ran it for an average of 7.3 yards per tote. As you can imagine, it takes everybody, including a very good offensive line performance. After the game, a very proud running backs coach, Tony Alford, joined us to discuss the ground dominance by Ohio State. Coach, congratulations on the win. You had to be awfully happy with the way you guys ran it today. I know it's a combination of a lot of things, but it was pretty satisfying when it like this today? Yeah, it was good. Those kids ran hard and finished runs. Uh, offensive line did an amazing, amazing job. Guys were blocking downfield, so... Um, but it was good. To, it's good. You know, this is a, what we thought was a good Indiana team, and our kids came to play today, so it was good. How have you seen J.K. over three games, I guess, progress this year? A couple of times a day, he seemed to put his foot in the ground when he was stood up pretty much even with a line of scrimmage and turned it up. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. And, and um, he had a great week of practice, as did all our guys. And so we talk about it every single day in practice. And, um, you know, he's getting better and he's getting more confident. And um, so it was good. But, yeah, he did a nice job with that today. The ability for Master to come in and go over 100 yards. You're shaking your head with a smile right now. What's going through your mind when well, you see he's that? Really, he's really coming along. And, um, well, we all know that he can that he can he runs hard and he's got good speed. And But I was really – I was pretty excited about the way he blocked, you know, in pass pro. And he stuck his nose in there on some things. And – his, his, you can see his confidence level building every single day in practice and um, really excited about what the future holds for that young man. He's helping our football team and our guys are excited for him too. Lastly, I want to ask you about J.K. dropping the touchdown pass and then he comes back and gets one. But, yeah, no, but the- that was harder than the first one, right? No, he just has to finish. I, I, you know, I, I just think that um, kind of let up thinking the play was over. Okay, this is an easy catch. There's no one there and He's got to finish every play to the fullest, and, and that's the thing we talk about, finish every single play, and every play stands alone. And he just didn't finish the play and took his eyes off it at the last second. But, but we know the, the kid can catch the ball, and he went down and made another play. So, um, you know, we, those are some things that, that we have to get corrected. And, um, again, we're going to watch the film, and I'm sure we're going to find a multitude of things that we can still improve on, but, but we'll worry about that 24 hours from now. And so by now, the Buckeyes are on at 3-0 and 1-0 in the Big Ten. Looking forward to the Miami Redhawks Saturday in Columbus. In their loss to Cincinnati on Saturday, Miami gave up 234 yards to the Bearcats on the ground. Opponents have rushed for 174 yards per game this year against the Redhawks, which is 94th in the FBS. So many weapons for Ohio State's offense, and they had it going on the ground Saturday in Bloomington. Skip, back to you. 306, you pound that number out on the ground, and I think uh, running back coach, no matter what he says, is going to be a little happy there, I.D. Yeah, I mean, again, when you look at uh, the, success, the success that Dobbins and Master Teague is having, I mean, if you're 
if you're the coach, you're definitely smiling after the game and, and feeling good that your offensive unit performed very, very well. Fans, be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different band live on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Craziness around the Big Ten this past weekend. We'll break it down for you next as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, and COPA provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, this is Anthony Schlegel, and I want to invite you to the first annual Buckeye Taste and Traditions Chili Cook-Off, presented by the Ohio Beef Council and Ohio Farm Bureau. Join us on Saturday, November 23rd, before the Ohio State-Penn State football game, where two recipes will battle to become the ultimate tailgate chili. The cook-off will take place on the south side of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest, where you can sample and vote for your favorite chili. For more information about the cook-off, follow Ohio State Buckeyes on social media, and we'll see you there. Come on over to Heartland. Millennials, this message is for you. Banking is not a commodity. Relationships still matter at a community bank, and we have all the technology you desire. So get on the smartphone, do your research, then let's start a relationship. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance. Now through September 30th, get a low-mileage lease on a new built-in-the-USA 2019 Highlander LE for $249 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing. With approved credit through TFS, tax, title, and license extra. Call 1-888-36-TOYOTA for details. Or get any new gas-powered 2019 Highlander with $3,000 cash back. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. 
A lot of people questioning as far as how they look anytime coming out of, out of a, a ball game, win or lose, as far as uh, the health of everybody and as far as, you know, it's just you want everybody to be 100% or as close to it as you can. Amen. And and I think the only thing that I noticed in that game was maybe Tyreek Smith went out in that second quarter, um, you know, maybe with a shoulder injury, made a great inside move working on the right tackle, and then the quarterback stepped up and it like, looked like he reached out and tried to grab it. So they'll probably evaluated him. Jonathan Cooper was still unavailable for the game. I think he's itching to play. I think they're holding that horse back. So maybe this week they'll get him out there for a few reps against Miami and then make sure he's ready to go on the road against Nebraska. Our report was brought to you by Elk and Elk, serious fans of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Here's the snap. The hold is down. The kick is up. And this one is good. The clock has expired. Go ahead and blow the factory whistle. The men from Ypsilanti are bringing home a paycheck that reads Eastern Michigan 34, Illinois 31. Tom Helmer, WEMU Radio with the call. Eastern Michigan surprises Illinois. I mean, the Illini got off to a 2-0 start, but uh, they fall to Eastern on Saturday, 34-31. We spent some quality time in Ypsilanti, Michigan, <laughs> late at night trying to get directions to get someplace. Um, this is embarrassing for Illinois, and it just continues to create questions uh, about what's going to go on with Lovey Smith. But, you know, the, it, 10 years ago, Eastern Michigan was probably the worst team in Division One. This is now their third win over a Big Ten team, I believe, in the last five or six years. Give credit to the Hurons. I mean, the Eagles now is what they're called, not the Hurons anymore, but uh, Illinois. They had started well. You thought, well, okay, you know, this is going to chance. You know, Coach Smith was saying last week, he's like, okay, we're get through the the the, the non conference portion three and zero, then we'll see what we can do in the Big Ten. But boy, this has to sting. Yeah, I feel bad for for Lovey. You know, he was the defensive back coach when I was here, mm-hmm. but and I was just really surprised to see him go in the collegiate uh, back to college. I just felt like he was a professional guy after he left. He had a head coach at Tampa and Bay. Remember, they made the decision to dismiss Bill Cubitt after right. the previous AD had given mm-hmm. him a contract extension. Real head-scratcher of a game next week as we go to East Lansing, where Michigan State hosted Arizona State. Really a snoozer of the game for the most part. Sparty led 7-3, to three, final minute of the, of the game. Arizona State scores a touchdown to go up 10-7. And Michigan State, who was struggling offensively most of the game, drives right down the field and appeared to kick a game-tying field goal to send it to overtime, and that's when things got interesting. And Matt Coglin from 42 yards out. Looks like he has sent this game into overtime. This play is now under replay review determining the number of players that were on the Michigan State team. You talk about an emotional roller coaster. First it's good, then there's a flag. Then it's good. Then it's good, and now they're going to count noses to make sure the Spartans didn't have too many players on the field. Yeah, it looks like. After review, Michigan State had 12 players on the field when the ball was snapped. That's a foul for illegal substitution. Five-yard penalty, replay, fourth down. Matt Coglin will try from 47 from the left hash mark. The snap back, the put down, the kick is no good. Wide left and time runs out on the Spartans. Arizona State prevails 10 to 7. George Blaha, Spartan Sports Network, craziness with the officiating. You, th- you throw a flag for 12 men on the field, then you pick it up, and then it goes to review. It's not enforced, and you heard what happened. Uh, a tough loss like this has got to be just so hard to overcome. 
Uh, some have asked the question, you know, how can you review a penalty? And but the the different for twelve men on on the field though, you can't. You can. And then what happened is today the Pac twelve came out and said their officiating crew aired on the last field goal try. An Arizona State player left yeah. and made contact with a Michigan State player. So the Spartans should have gotten sure. an automatic first down and an opportunity with an untimed down to run another play. That was just a miss. And, and uh, if I read it correctly, that is not reviewable as no, far as anything not. else. But that, that's that's a tough way to lose a football game. Tough way to lose. I mean, it's not a good loss uh, for, for Coach D'Antonio and his squad. And, you know, Herm, Ever, Herm Edwards was another guy. I was like, what is he doing going back to college? <laughs> yeah. You know, I th- maybe the NFL, but, you know, you start thinking about him going into to living rooms with younger kids and whatever he's doing seems to be working. Uh, but they came out and got a big victory. It's one of those things, Jim, when that situation comes up, you just think, like, there's this kid, no, there's no way he's going to make this field goal. Now. He just made, made the, the game tying. Why now he's got to kick it again five yards deep? No, it is. It's a tough situation. But, again, he shouldn't be in that situation. Right. Seven points on offense. Are you kidding yeah. me? I mean, they got to find a way to, you know, they came in. Now they're averaging 28 on the year. But that's after just averaging, you know, having seven in this last game. So, offensively, you got to put up more points. I mean, you know, if you're out, you, you got to think at least one touchdown a quarter minimum. So that's 28. And right now it's just not getting it done offensively. And, hey, Sun Devils, Herm Edwards, whatever, they, they had a defensive yeah. plan. But still, you're at home. That's just not enough points. And don't put it in the kicker's hands. Next to Minneapolis, where Minnesota had all they wanted from Georgia Southern. Second and goal now from the two. Morgan. Out of the pistol, low snap, wants to throw, lofts it up, backside. It's Johnson, caught it! Catch it Touchdown! No Two markers come out. This may be defensive pass interference. This touchdown will stand. Tyler Johnson's third touchdown of the day. Mike Grimm, Learfield IMG College. Minnesota almost gave it completely away to Georgia Southern in that fourth quarter, but Found a way to get it done at the end and uh, takes it with the victory, 35-32. And Johnson had 10 catches on the game, but there's another one of these indications we talk about it in playing the service academies. So Georgia Southern, they run that triple option, and, you know, it's one of those things you don't see very often, and that gave the Gophers nightmares for most I'd of the I'd say what mistakes like crazy, though, in that fourth quarter, just things you can't do, and they were very fortunate to, to come away with the victory, D. Yeah, they're, they're, they're what, 3-0 and this yep. year? And P.J. Fleck, uh, you know, I, from what you hear, a lot of guys like him on the football team as their head coach, so, uh, you know, Minnesota is one of those, yeah, yeah they're one of those teams that's trying to get over the hump, and uh, hopefully this will give them a little bit of momentum. And they get a bye, and then they get Purdue, Illinois, so they can continue to win uh, these next couple games. Next to Ames, the annual battle between Iowa and Iowa State. Now, Sleep Dalton is back at his 25 and sends the kick toward the right sideline. Fair caught at the 20. Fumbled, and... That'll be. Okay, is it? That's it. The Hawks oh have my it. goodness! The Hawks have it. I thought they might call interference on Iowa, but no, sir. The fair catch was signaled for and muffed. The punt was muffed. Yeah, I'll by tell you. Iowa State. Matt Campbell is not arguing, and the Hawkeyes get on it. Gary Dolphin, Ed Podolak, Learfield IMG College. Iowa gets the win 18-17 in a game that took more than six hours to play. Mm. Two long weather delays, but uh, the Hawkeyes take it in the end. thought we were grumpy Saturday. We know how (laughs) Dolphin and Podolak felt. Uh, And that play that they talked about, it was two Cyclones that ran into one another, and that's what sprung the ball loose. But, you know, Iowa, they've got to be thanking their lucky stars for Keith Duncan with four field goals in that game. Yeah, the returner was running up to catch the punt, trying to make a play, and the blocker was coming down, trying to, you know, protect him and they just 
You know, there, there, there's a call for that, and, you know, you, you just got to get out of the way, and, and they didn't react to it in that situation, and that, that that's a worst-case scenario right there. <laughs> Tell you what, you, you're involved in, in a delay that long, and it's like, what what in the world do you do? Well, you know what, did you read the story they, that uh, they sent out for, <laughs> for a bunch food. of food? Yeah. yeah. And oh, I don't think man. Coach Ferris got any of it, but they made sure A.J. <laughs> Epinesa did. He can't, how do you eat and go back and play? I mean, he's just, yeah. <laughs> Next to State College, Penn State got all they wanted from Pittsburgh. They'll give the ball to Kane to the 10 to the 5. Noah Kane, touchdown! Penn State, the Nittany Lions cap an 88-yard drive and take the lead with 5.50 to go in the third. Steve Jones, Learfield IMG College. Penn State outlasts Pitt 17 to 10. And held Pitt to 24 yards rushing. So. Yep. The lesson in that is the Nittany Lions might be tackling pretty good. Yeah, and they, again, they got to buy, and then they play yeah. Maryland on that Friday night, I think, uh, yeah, next week. Up. So, I mean, Maryland, how about them? Do yeah. we got them? You no, got them on this well, list? I'll tell you what, this, I was just going to ask about them. Northwestern beats UNLV. Nebraska pounds Northern Illinois. Uh, but the other Big Ten teams to go down, TCU wins at Purdue pretty handily. And then Maryland, who yeah. enrolled the first two weeks, they stumble at Temple 20-17. to 17. And they were averaging 71 points yeah. a game. And <laughs> they come out and just, you know, can't get it done. Temple... Temple's two and zero. You know, yeah, Temple still. shut them down, and you know I'm going to watch that film because Nikki, you're coming off there's a not bye. many team that shut down Maryland these last. Yeah. You know, going back to the end of last year when Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator, acting head coach, they were putting up some points, and and and, and you know the defense wasn't stopping. But I got to see what Temple did to attack and them. TCU. By the way, playing Purdue, that mm-hmm. was also the other after effect of Ohio right. State losing that game. They bottled up Rondale Moore. That was a big factor for TCU. They rolled, no doubt about it. This week, a couple of big ones. You know, Michigan at Wisconsin uh, on Saturday, and you take a look. You know, you, Buckeye fans are saying, well, who, who am I supposed to root for in this game? And it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, pick your poison, We're I guess. Both. Yeah, right. abso- absolutely. Right. So what what would you rather have at the end of the year, I guess, assuming things go your way all season long? Regardless, it should be a good matchup Saturday. D. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 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 Michigan, yeah, they had a, what was it? They had a tight game with an opening. Army, Army yeah. Ago. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure they had a, a lot of backlash about that. So they're going to be fired up. It's a Big Ten game. You know, Michigan against uh, Wisconsin. You know, if I had my choice, you know, ideally, I would want them to be undefeated at the end of the season when we play. So hopefully uh, they get the victory. Wisconsin's played great. And throwing the ball yeah. well, too. And, Haven't you know, given up a point yet. And getting, up, getting Quintez Cephas back as a receiver has been a big plus for them. They've Mich- got some guys banged up on their injury list, so we'll see if they can continue this. Michigan State is at Northwestern. Uh, other mm. non-conference games, uh, let's see here. Rutgers will host Boston College. Indiana, let's hope they pound UConn on Saturday. It'll be Hoosier fans <laughs> this week. Uh, and the late, late at night, the Nebraska is at Illinois. Five teams are idle. Penn State, Iowa, Maryland, Minnesota, and Purdue. And we touched on this earlier. I mean, just the amount, sheer amount of buys are just through the roof week in and week out. Uh, you have no understanding. Of that. I don't mm-hmm. understand. 12 games either. in 14 Let's weeks. Talk to the commissioner. Yeah. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Encova Insurance. Again, Ohio State will host Miami coming up on Saturday. Red Hawk coach Chuck Martin will join us next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. 
Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. Ha <laughs> ha, classic Bob. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. Proud sponsor of the Ohio State Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. At Farm Credit Mid-America, we're big fans of the Ohio State University's College of Food, Agriculture, and Environmental Sciences. Together, we're developing the next generation of agriculture needed to support those who grow, harvest, and produce high-quality product and preparing them to rise up to the challenges of an evolving and growing industry. We're proud to stand behind them as we work together to empower future generations who have a passion for agriculture and a desire to secure its future. Learn more at e-farmcredit.com. Tradition is what the fans love about college football. Ohio State Athletics strives for a tradition of excellence, like we do at Elk & Elk. As a firm, we continue our tradition of successful verdicts, investing in our community, and recruiting talent to help keep our team strong. We're so proud to support Ohio that we've made it a part of our identity. 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. The Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, in partnership with Ohio State Athletics, is pleased to launch the Scarlet and Gray Business Network. This program supports the Ohio small business community and associates your business with one of the strongest brands in college athletics, the Ohio State Buckeyes. To learn more or to join the Scarlet and Gray Business Network, visit sgbnetwork.com. Presented by the Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, digital marketing for your business. The, 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 fan, the Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto. Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Dean Miller. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Coming up on Saturday, Ohio State hosts Miami, 3.30 at Ohio Stadium. And earlier today, Paul Keels had a chance to visit with Red Hawk coach Chuck Martin. First off, just wanted to ask you about uh, the way your team played at the beginning of the game against Cincinnati, the good start you got off. Is that something you can build on, Chuck, moving forward? Yeah. Um, first half, we played well. It's 14-10 at half. We get them third and 20 to start the third, and we give up a go route in the drop eight, and we gave up two more two more big plays in the pass and one in the run. So very frustrating game. Felt like it was a very even game uh, 
and then if you give up big plays on defense, everybody knows that it's not going to be an even game. So we we gave up three three big plays, two over our head in the past game, one long run, and all of a sudden what's a one score game to three score game. So very frustrating. Thought we thought we did well on first and second down. Um, offensively, we lost three starting O line in the first half. That kind of bogged us down the second half a little bit. But um, you know, more just disappointed. I felt like. Should have been a 20 to 17 final, some way, some way or another. Um, not, not the final that it was, but we we got what we deserve. If you give up big plays, you give up big plays. Chuck, is some of that even added to the fact that against Tennessee Tech, you saw a good showing from your defense in week two? Yeah, no, we've done we've done a decent job defensively. Just again, it's it's every week everybody's trying to make chunk plays on offense, and you have to do a good job defending them. And, uh, we think we have a chance to be really good on defense, but you don't have a chance to be a good defense if you give up three long ones. So, um, obviously, it's something that's going to be even even tougher this week going against the Buckeyes. With a guy like Manny Ragumba who comes in at Iowa transfer with the experience he has, is is that a guy, Chuck, that you can kind of get some things going with? Yeah, no, we, we, we feel good about Manny. We feel good. We really feel good about everybody on our defense, to be honest with you. But, yeah, no, we expect we expect him to develop into being a really good player. He's done some good things so far, but we think, you know, he's just in his – heading into his fourth game at Miami with our system and what we do, but uh, we expect big things from him, yes. Looking at your stat sheet, seeing a guy like Sterling Weatherford with 20 tackles, is he a guy that can be a key there also? Yeah, no, he's our free safety, and he, he, he does a good job quarterback in our defense. He's also heavily involved in our run sport. He spins down the box like a linebacker a lot, so uh, he, 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 we're counting on him making a bunch of plays, and he's done a good job so far. Chuck, on the offensive side, a guy like Davion Johnson, it, it, with what he's done both running the football and catching the football, is this a guy that also has shown he can be a valuable piece for you? Yeah, we feel like we got a number of running backs. Jalen Bester, our, our best running back, has been out hurt since the first half of Iowa. Uh, but between Davion and, and Bester and Mo Thomas uh, and, and Tyree Shelton, we feel like we got a stable of guys that can both run and catch and, and hurt you a multitude of ways. Tell us a little bit, Chuck, if you would, about uh, Brett Gabbard at the quarterback position and just some of the skill that he's brought that that has put him in the position that you've put him in this year. Yeah, he won a battle in camp. It was interesting. We have three young guys. We think they're all pretty good. That was a tight battle. The biggest thing, like like any position, but particularly a quarterback, made the most plays at camp with making the fewest uh, mistakes and fewest turnovers. He makes really good decisions, really quick decision maker, really quick release, really strong arm, really accurate arm. So, has a lot of the tools, you know, he's just going into his fourth game, and obviously this is going to be his third road game at Iowa, at Cincinnati, at Ohio State, so it's been a really, really good start from in in pretty adverse conditions, so it'll be another great test for him this Saturday. I understand. Chuck, while it's all about this season, how did last year, the way your team finished, kind of help the program get some momentum going in the right direction? Yeah, the, it, it's interesting with where we're at, because we, we play typically a very challenging non-league schedule, so our overall record the last uh, few years doesn't seem as good as what our team, when we got here, we were 4-26 and at Mac play over a four-year stretch, which obviously is not very good. The last three seasons, we've been 16-6 and in Mac play, which ties with Northern and Toledo for the best record in the league over the last 22 games. So not just last year, but the last couple of years. In, in league play, we've been a really, really good football team. They'll obviously have as good a record as anybody in our league over the last three seasons. It just, you know, when you play at Iowa, you play at Ohio State, typically the overall record gets a little bit tainted based on how we good against the competition in our league. I understand. And uh, certainly with the Ohio State team you're going to see, you mentioned them early. Chuck, if you would just kind of give us your aspect of what you've seen from the Buckeyes in three games. Yeah. 
yeah, from our perspective, it's you know we're not you know we're not a Big Ten outfit. So from our perspective, it's pretty daunting. Obviously, defensively, big, fast, physical, can run, can hit, can rush a quarterback, defend the run. Um, we watch him with UC pretty good, and UC's got a pretty you know UC's 11 and two last year and got almost everybody back off that team. Offensively, obviously, explosive playmakers, the running backs are fantastic. The quarterback's obviously new to their system, but one of the highest touted kids coming out of high school, and obviously he's off to a real good start. Physical up front, and then tons of receivers that can run by you and make big plays in the pass game. So um, pretty much what you expect out of Buckeyes team. You know, very, very talented, very good. They're very well coached. They play hard. So it'll be a great challenge and a fun challenge for us this weekend. Chuck, a lot of us that follow it and are familiar with the great tradition in Miami, especially with the lineage of coaches. But if you would, in your words, just talk about how you use that tradition in positioning the program, recruiting, things like that. Yeah, obviously we're very proud of uh, what we've done on and off the field at Miami. We're one of, you know, known as one of the public Ivies. We're one of the better schools, better public schools in the country. Um, we've got this unbelievable coaching tradition and, and unbelievable winning tradition within our league with the most wins in our league and most championships in our league and most NFL players in our league. So between the coaching, the school, and 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 all the success we've had on the field, that's kind of how we've taken a program that when we took over was 0-22 and couldn't compete in our own league to the point where we're, we're, we're as good as anybody in our league and battling for league championships on a yearly basis. Well, Miami coach Chuck Martin, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Chuck, look forward to seeing your team Saturday here in Columbus. Thank you. We look forward to being there. Always like to get uh, the the opposing head coach on for a couple of minutes to hear about his football team. Uh, on paper, you know, Paul, it figures to be a mismatch. But uh, anyways, if, if Miami is down to three offensive linemen coming in, uh, this could be a really tough day for the Red Could Hawks. be a really tough day. And, you know, youth, especially with a, a true freshman at starting quarterback, some of the youth in the other spots. But, you know, th- again, this happened because of the TCU sure. situation going away. And it is interesting to see, for as down as they were, as Chuck talked about, what they've done in Mac plan the last oh, couple yeah. of years has been very impressive. And uh, we all remember when Miami, remember when they used to be called the Redskins, mm-hmm. they had what were considered tomahawk victories. And they went on the road and won at LSU. They won at ACC schools. Uh, this is a program that every 10 years or so would pull off upsets that nobody saw coming. So it's, it's a program that's had great tradition and has really taken advantage of getting good players in the state of Ohio over the last half century. Yeah, they were down when he took over there, uh, D. But uh, as as Paul mentioned, especially mm-hmm. you know they're through the nineties. Uh, they they had some decent teams mm-hmm. down there in Oxford. They did, and I just think this week is is going to be a, a uphill battle for them. Uh, a lot of youth at the at the the wide. I'm, I'm sorry, the quarterback position mm-hmm. as well as the running back. I think it's just a hard task to ask, but um, I think they're going to come up there and just try to. Give us our best, but unfortunately, I just think they're just out, man. As far as the players, just stay focused. As yeah, I mean, for, that's for Ohio State, stay and, focused. And you, you don't, like I said earlier in the first hour, the, the opponents, sometimes you just got to be faceless. You got to go worry about what you have to do and work on your technique and perform, perfect what you're doing and not worry about it. But, hey, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, unfortunately he had the injury and he's going to mm-hmm. be out for the year, but he did awful Travis well. Prentice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, were those, him, guys, yeah. were those guys Redskins? Slash Red Hawks? Did they? Did they? I think Roethlisberger would have been a Red Hawk. A Red Hawk, and okay. I believe Prentice too. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BuckUp at PapaJohns.com to save two dollars on any order over twenty bucks, and your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. We'll wrap things up with some chalk talk. That's next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the speedy rewards card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way the convenience stores of Speedway. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Power is a great deal during Ram Power Days. But when that deal is on the all-new Ram 1500, with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, the largest of any light-duty truck, a bed with sides that double as Ram box storage, a tailgate capable of a 60-40 split, and a legendary Hemi V8 with hybrid technology, well, not only is that a powerful deal, that's the power to innovate. The all-new Ram 1500. Hurry into Ram Power Days for great deals on the most powerful lineup with the most horsepower of any full-size truck. Well-qualified lessees can lease the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $269 a month for 24 months with $3,750 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for lease details. Requires dealer contribution or lease through iLife Financial. Extra charge for miles over $20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 930. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Buckeye fans, the Ohio State 4-Miler is back on Saturday, October 12th in Ohio Stadium. Join your favorite former Buckeyes, Brutus, and the Spirit Squad for your chance to finish on the 50. Registration is now live for the 4-Miler, Brutus Bolt Kids Race, and the Diamond Cellar VIP Experience at OhioStateFourMiler.com. A portion of the race proceeds benefit the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. The Ohio State 4-Miler, presented by Kroger, Raising Canes, and the Ohio Beef Council. Visit OhioStateFourMiler.com for more info, and we'll see you in the shoe. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and 5th Generation Buyers family member. At Buyers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Buyers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Buyers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Your home of the Buckeyes. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, D. Miller. I'm Skip Mossick. The Tim Hortons Bucks win. You win promotion. Let's fans win off the field whenever the Buckeyes win on the field this season. Following each football win, go to a participating Ohio Tim Hortons location and mention Bucks win. You win to receive a medium hot or iced coffee of any blend for just a dollar. Valid the day following a victory only. No additional purchase necessary. Sales tax may apply. Tim Horton's official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable. Chalk Talk. Final segment, Ohio State Miami coming up on Saturday. D. Miller, thanks for coming in tonight. Thanks always for having, having me. Good time, always. Of the younger players, uh, who maybe do you look for at a game like this coming up to maybe do some things that we haven't seen of them yet this season? I think uh, I agree with Tim May. I think uh, each game, uh, Master Teague is going to keep getting – uh, more implemented into this offense. So when you look at what he's able to do and just the size of loan, um, <laughs> you know, Jay, Jay, you know, Dobbins is put together pretty well, but this guy, man, he's he's big and fast and he's strong. So I'm looking to see what he's going to uh, bring to this offense. And I tell you what, he also took on a defensive tackle, mm-hmm. uh, 93, mm-hmm. and stuffed him, you know, mm-hmm. on a pass rush, which you got to have if mm-hmm. you're a young back. That, you know, that would eliminate coach right there, but – Showing that he's going to stick his helmet right on his numbers, and you know, could bring bring a little punch to him. He showed a lot about Teague right there. I mean, you can do that. You can play every mm-hmm. down. And speaking of young players too, Skip, here's the thing to think about: Game number four, the four game involvement as far as redshirting and saving a year of eligibility. And in the first three weeks, Ohio State's played a lot of players, so certainly there's going to be some monitoring as to who they may use, who they may purposely hold back just in case. We saw Justin Fields take a big hit. I mean, he was blindside right in the back, got up right, perfect, fine. But I guess the importance of uh, the backup guys as far as the quarterback position getting some reps this week. Oh, I think that's always important. We got a chance to see Chuganoff and Gunnar Hoke. Gunnar got his first completion in, in of his career here at Ohio State, so that was good to see. Both those guys the last two games have gotten their feet wet, or I should say almost three games. Uh, Gunnar didn't play in the first one. But an opportunity to get out there in the field, and that's so important you know, in the year. Whether those guys got to come in for a series, a play, mm-hmm. a series, a quarter, who knows? You know, and you have to have those guys ready. So that's always important coming to a game like this. And then, you know, also all the the, the linebackers, the way they've been playing, you know, Pete Warner, you know, making some plays, Malik Harrison, tough Borland, Baron Browning. And then you see Trajan Mitchell and Kayvon both and Dallas Gant also coming in and making plays. So that's a position, too, that continues to grow and continues to play well. And Al Washington Jr. and obviously Greg Madison looking over that have really done a good job early on in this year. Players read things. They they know what, what's going on. What's the toughest part for the coaches as far as keeping everybody focused when you have an opponent like this week, D? I mean, uh, is the, uh, we know that the, that the team is not as good as us, but I think just during out the week, quick, quick tempo, uh, just going over the small things. Hey, when your numbers call them, make the play. So uh, uh, it, it's it's it's, it's kind of tough. However, you just know uh, Friday night you wake up, you put on your suit, you're getting you're getting hmm. to play in the horseshoe, and that all is what really matters. It's it's I always diff- yeah. it's always difficult to not look ahead, yeah. but it's, it's it's you know it's easy. To, it, it, well, that's why you got captains and seniors, right. and you know you look at those guys, and you know this will be. This will be game three. So after this, you'll have four, you know, four more games in there. So that time goes by quick. And when you're a senior, you run out there, you're thinking about that. So play for those guys. Uh, make sure you're, you're undefeated at home and you take care of business at the shoe. And 
And, uh, you know, th- those are limited. That goes by so quick. So you just want to take advantage of it. And if you're a young guy and you work hard in practice this week, you might get an opportunity to play. We touched on this last segment, but uh, Chuck Martin has really done a nice job since taking over down there at Miami. And they, they struggled a lot more than they were used to prior to him coming on board there. And he is the latest in a lot of coaches that we've heard about that end up at Division One after having been at Grand Valley State up in Allendale, Michigan. So he's come in there having been part of a successful program previously. But, again, as you look up and down, and, and on their team, too deep, not as many, but according to their whole roster, you'll see a lot of Ohio guys, and, uh, you know, that's the way they've got to build a program, the Mid-American. Just hope it's a nice day at the Horseshoe. Everybody get out and have a good time, and uh, injury-free, Buckeyes take care of business, and just uh, move on Big Ten play from here on out. That is the go. Because you know what's coming up next week. By the way, you know, that Nebraska game time was set today. It will be a primetime game. Nobody in this room is really surprised. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> <We're looking forward laughs> to that. That'll be a good time. <laughs> coming up next week. Guys, thanks for coming Thank down. You, Scott. Great Thank job, you. T. Thanks. Miller. Thanks Appreciate for coming it. down here. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance. Ram Trucks, the American Dairy Association Mideast, Papa John's, and by Buyers Auto. For our producer, Colin Berenger, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Dee Miller, I'm Skip Mossick. Thanks, as always, for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.